Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Aviation Mentors. Here, uh, we're live on the flight line over by all the Warbirds, and it's a pretty awesome area to be. And obviously, I've stayed here for the last couple of days. Just keep finding more and more cool airplanes and more cool people to talk to. And today we have a super awesome episode, and we have a great guest with us, Jack Schneider. Uh, you might have heard of him. He's Mr. Backyard Jet. found a jet, and he's building it in his backyard, so we get to talk to him today. So thanks for being on with us today, Jack. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. So first thing we always ask on Aviation Mentors is how old are you, where are you from, and how did you get into aviation? Yeah, so I'm 23, um, originally from Kansas City, now in Wichita, Kansas. I got into aviation it's just been a passion of mine ever since I was tiny. You know, my parents don't fly or anything like that. Uh, I don't really have much aviation in the family, but my dad, my dad did fly remote-controlled airplanes, so that might have sparked something. I don't know, but as soon as I was old enough to, I uh, joined Civil Air Patrol when I was 12, did my orientation flights for free, and then uh, just kind of went from there, got my pilot's license as soon as I turned 17, and then eventually went to you know school and Got my aerospace engineering degree, and now I'm just an engineer at Textron. That's super cool. Where yeah. did you go for school? I went to the University of Kansas. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So you've obviously been flying since, you know, since you could. Since yeah, pretty much, pretty 17. much, yeah. That's incredible. So you're around all these awesome airplanes, and yeah. you've been flying a lot of really cool things like the L-39. Yep, yep. So how did you get into that air show family? Uh, I know it's a pretty tight-knit group, so yeah. how did you get into that? Yeah, um, so... I am very not, I'm not shy. Like I, I just walk up to people and say, Hey, and start, you know, talking. And, uh, that's been incredibly helpful. And, in, you know, the community, the way I met Martin, uh, the guy with the L39 that I, uh, get to go up and it's kind of funny. Actually, I had a filter set, uh, on ADSB exchange uh, or on flight radar to, uh, notify me anytime an L39 flew in the area nearby me. And, uh, so I got an alert and started tracking this jet that kept going flying and eventually was able to track down the uh, phone number and uh, reached out and said, hey, I'd love to come look at the jet sometime and, uh, you know, help you out with it if I can. And, you know, one thing led to another. And now we're really good friends. And uh, that kind of got me into the Jet Warbird community a little bit. And so I've gone flying with him a bunch. And uh, and that's kind of um, partly how I'm down here. Uh, it's kind of funny, too. I, it's a small world, a small community. And so I like to kind of make connections between people. So I also, there's a company called Victory Aviation that has S211s, another, you know, jet kind of like the L39. And uh, I reached out to them and uh, said, hey, if you guys take me up, I'll, you know, make a sponsored post for you guys. And they said, absolutely. So did some flying with Victory Aviation. I ended up introducing those guys to uh, Martin, my friend with the L39. And uh, so we all became, you know, buddies. And then those guys, happen, the Victory people um, know the uh, guys with the MiG-23. So we started talking, um, and then turns out uh, the L-39 is perfect for escorting the, uh, the MiG-23. Since the MiG-23 is not IFR certified right now, the L-39 is, so they can go together and uh, go through clouds and stuff. So anyways, long story short, I ended up flying a Bonanza full of uh, baggage and parachutes and MiG-23 support equipment, and the L-39 ended up coming too, and the MiG-23, of course, so... It's an interesting community. I love uh, I love meeting people, and uh, yeah, it's a long, long answer to a pretty short question. But that's kind of how I found myself in the uh, Jet Warbird community. I've got some time in the uh, like I said, the S two eleven, L twenty nine, L thirty nine. Really, really hoping to 
my New Year's resolution is to get into something with a afterburner this year, um, and that's very, very hard to come by, but I'm working towards it. I don't know if you listen to any of our episodes, but the start of this year, Brandon and I did an episode, and we were talking about all of our goals. Yeah. And getting something with an afterburner uh, was a little bit higher than, than the goals that we had <laughs> set. So, you know, I think you're doing pretty well. Oh, no, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. And, that, and just because I have that goal doesn't mean I'm going to obtain it, that's for sure. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's a very tricky thing to um, do, and uh, but I'm working towards it, and uh and if not this year, if not the next year, if not the next year, it's going to be the year after that. You know, I'm just going to keep pushing until I can, you know, get a ride in one. And then eventually I want to own one as soon as I can be able to fly. Those are lofty goals, but I think they're really attainable because you really made your own family. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've been really, really fortunate to have made a lot of connections in the uh, exactly the kind of stuff I want to be involved in. So. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the right way to do it. And, uh, you know, in aviation, we always say, like, you just need to go and talk to people. You need to get oh, yeah. to people. Yep. Getting a job in aviation, you just need to go walk around the airport. And talk oh, yeah. Don't be afraid to talk. It's incredible the things I've been able to do because I just asked and, uh, you know, introduced myself. Um, I, 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 in fact, the uh, Bonanza I flew down here, um, it's kind of a long story, but um, so I'll just kind of be brief on it. But I did, uh, I was just sitting around, similar situation. I got an alert on my phone that a turbine Bonanza was coming into the airport near me. And I wanted to see, a, I thought I was talking about the turboprop version of the Bonanza, and I'd never gotten to see one. So I drove to the airport because I wanted to see this thing. Turns out it's actually just a turbocharged Bonanza, even though it said turbine on the app. So it's a turbocharged version. Anyways, met the guy and anyways and started talking to him, went to dinner with him, ended up going flying with him in his airplane the next day. And uh, one thing led to another, and he said, hey, I have another Bonanza, the Debonair, and it's in New York. I'll fly you out there let you stay at my place and stuff and uh and then you can fly the airplane back i'll pay for you to fly the airplane back to kansas and you can fly it all you want just pay for the av gas that's been an incredible deal and i have been flying that thing all over and that all just happened because i went up to a guy and said hey you know i like your airplane and uh start talking and offered to take him to dinner yeah just not being afraid to ask people and meet people is the most important thing in making connections like that. Yeah, I mean that's how I got uh, that's how I got you on the episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I'm gonna say is say no, but that's rare to happen in aviation. Yep, yep. So many people love talking about absolutely, it. and you only need to just go up and ask. Just start making friends with them. You just be cool, and you don't be a complete geek. You know, your passion will come through if you're really passionate about aviation, and they'll uh, see how passionate you are. But as long as you're able to talk and be a cool person, generally everybody else in aviation is, is cool see what they can do for you yeah they'll let you in so aside from the way that you got into aviation there's something that you're pretty well known for now yeah and that's the backyard jet yeah so let's start off with how did you find that thing yeah so that actually happened uh just by chance i was walking around and i was driving around in wichita and i saw t-37 sitting in a junkyard and i was like i have to have it it was lit- not like a boneyard or anything like that it's literally a junkyard with washing machines and all that junk yeah just junk and then there's just the jet and so i was like i have to have it so ended up getting talking to the finding the owner of the junkyard and uh it's kind of a sketchier part of town actually so i was out looking at at the fence looking at the uh, jet and the day before somebody had stolen a bunch of stuff from him so dude actually came out with a gun and you know was like hey what are you doing again like get out of here because i was trying to steal stuff and uh, i was like no no no, i'm just interested in that airplane he's like oh i got the number for the owner so i ended up getting a hold of the owner and then uh Bought the jet for twenty five hundred bucks, delivered, and uh, ever since just been working on it. The plan is definitely not to fly it because I I need a lot of stuff to do that. I need wings, a tail. People always think, oh, you're never gonna get that flying in the right. I mean, I don't have a tail or wings or a second engine or avionics or all these things that you just can't buy at Walmart. 
but no, I'm just using it as a tool to learn. I'm having an engine is you know enough to let me play with it and try and get it running. So that's what I'm doing, and the next jet will be more complete until I have something that's airworthy. Well, the last thing I saw you were doing on that plane is you were using a leaf blower to spool the engine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just for fun. Uh, it's it's what the accessories all pulled off of it because I've got you know most of the way apart right now. Um, but with all the accessories off the engine. It spins very freely, which is kind of incredible considering it's been sitting outside for 30 years or whatever in the junkyard. But uh, yeah, you just put a leaf blower in there and it spools right up. So you found that engine with all the accessories on it? The accessories for the engine itself. So uh, that means like the uh, starter generator, the uh, uh, hydraulic pump, the uh, fuel pump, the fuel control unit, the uh, oil pump, that kind of thing. It's all connected to the accessory drive. And uh, the jet had that all there ready to go. So it's kind of part of the engine. You know, the accessories, like you consider that part of the engine, the exciter box, just all the little things were all there, which is really helpful. Well, I figured if it was just sitting in that junkyard, someone would have stripped it by now. But nope, it's great nope. that you're able to find it pretty much all intact. And it was actually used as an AMP trainer at some point. So they were using it for engine runs. And that's why it's all kind of cobbled together. And uh, that's how it ended up in the junkyard. Well, that's pretty cool uh, that you're able to find it and you know, you're putting so much work into it yeah how do you have the knowledge to work on that um well i mean i, I did get my aerospace engineering degree so i do know a thing or two about jet engines uh not nothing crazy i mean i don't have any ex i'm definitely no, not an expert but i've just you know geeked out about it and uh you know read a lot of wikipedia articles um, it's also very simple. It's a lot more simple than people think. I'd be more scared taking apart a car engine than I would be this jet engine because it's a single-stage compressor, single-stage turbine. It's really just like a big old turbocharger. So, yeah, it's it's really in trial and error, you know. I have manuals for it, which is also very helpful. Um, I found them online. I paid like 30 bucks for manuals. Um, so that's, that's one way. But, yeah, and the other thing is, I mean, in a lot of ways, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm learning as I go, and I, you know, as I pull it apart and work on tools and parts that I don't have manuals for, it's just trial and error. And at the end of the day, a jet engine is going to run if you can. If it spins freely, and you can so you can turn it fast, provide fuel, and provide a spark. And if you can do those things, it's going to run. At the end of the day, I, I said in one of my videos, you know, a taser could be used to start a spark. That's easy. Everybody can. Everybody can make a taser. Or everybody can buy a taser. So that's one thing. That's the first thing knocked out. Easy. Uh, fuel, that's a little bit more tricky. You need to use a, you know, I'm going to try and use the original engine's fuel control unit and fuel pump, but if that doesn't work, I'm just going to try and use an electric fuel pump. At the end of the day, all I need to do is squirt fuel into it somehow. That's also not that hard. The next thing is you need to spin it, which, thank goodness, I got the starter generator working um, with a little bit of rubbing alcohol. And uh, so starter generator is working now, so I can turn it. But let's see, I've got uh, three of the things done. That should be enough to, you know, get it to light off. If I can spin it fast, put fuel in it, and give it a spark should light so all three of those things when you break it down into you know its simplest components it's really not that hard a monkey could do it well i guess i'm not a monkey then because i probably couldn't quite <laughs> no 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 seriously <laughs> i i highly recommend buying your own jet engine at least this one this one's very simple some of them are more complicated there's like pretty much no simpler jet engine than what i've got well it's pretty awesome you have a good tool to work with to teach you a lot of different things that most people just wouldn't think about going and getting a jet engine that they can yeah. work on and fix. It was just a coincidence that I saw it that day in the yard, junkyard, and picked it up. I mean, I'm always looking for that kind of stuff. I, you know, I hoard airplane parts. Seeing that in the yard, junkyard is like that's exactly what I want. And now I'm I'm now looking for something more complete. I would like an intact. What I really want is a complete something similar to like a MiG 21 uh, single seater, um, ideally. Because I mean, a two seater would be awesome, but the single seats are usually really cheap because people want to fix up the ones that are the two seaters. 
but single seater is hard to train in and stuff. So if I can find like a single seat MiG-21 that's been sitting in a field for 30 years, but still complete or close to it, that would be ideal. You could get that for probably next to nothing. I mean, some people might pay you to take it away from them. So that's really what I'm on the search for. So if, if anybody knows of anything like that, definitely find me and uh, reach out. Please reach out to us. Uh, we can help Jack get yeah, up yeah, and so, so you're looking for something a little more complete, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But as far as this one, this, uh, you know, the T-37. Yeah. Oh, oh is that L-39 right there? Yeah, that's the one I came fly a bunch. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. There it is. That's pretty burden. Yeah, good timing. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. So aside from that T-37, what does the timeline look like on finishing it? And I guess what does finishing really look like to you? Yeah, if you're not gonna make yeah. Sure where they so I'm hoping to get it running within like two months or so. My schedule has been crazy busy. I've been traveling a bunch, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So, I mean, who knows what will actually happen. I also am still working full time, so it's not like I can just dedicate my whole life to it. But yeah, two months or so should be reasonable. Like I said, it's really not that hard to work on. After I get it running, or it, it might explode, that's you know, a very real possibility. So it might just explode, and then I don't have a problem anymore because it's gone. <laughs> uh, but if it doesn't explode and it's running and everything, I think I might turn it into a trailer, the jet, make it into a trailer, and uh, be fun to take it to Oshkosh. I'd really like to take it to Oshkosh and you know, show it off because, I mean, a lot of people have seen it. I mean, it's something like 250, 300 million people have, have seen it, or at least views-wise. And so I think it'd be fun to have it there. After that, might turn it into a rat rod if I have the time and money. Um, and if not that, might just sell it because, I mean, I'm sure I could find somebody who else who would also be able to enjoy it and then free up some space in my garage for more projects. So. Maybe someone even has the other engine. That would be cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sell it to somebody who's got a, a complete, more complete airplane, yeah. Well, it's pretty awesome goals. But besides for just that T-37, yeah. what do you have as goals for aviation? What do you want to do? So I only have one goal. I've always only had one goal since I was like five, and that's the five fighter jets. That's it. I don't have any other goals. Everything I do is trying to get to that goal. Um, I've had a bunch of surgeries on my leg, so that's why I'm not just in the Air Force. If it wasn't for my leg, I would have just joined and uh, done ROTC and just be flying fighters right now, ideally. But, you know, bad leg, and I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to fight the board and get past it. But if that doesn't work, I'm just going to have to buy my own. So, yeah, that's why I, you know, wanted to buy the T-37 and learn how to work on it so I can move on to something more complicated and uh, eventually buy my own fighter jet. I also have, you know, the, the social media thing is, of course, very powerful. Helps me make money. It's going to be something that can help me afford a fighter jet because they're not cheap usually. Well, some of them are cheap, but not cheap to fly. Yeah, that's that's literally the only goal I have. And I'm just trying to work my way on up to a MiG-21 would be awesome. Uh, a MiG-23, like what we have here, uh, they're, they're for sale right now. So if I could make a lot of money, I could get one of those maybe. An F-5 would be my dream plane. F-5 is uh, those usually, usually run around 800K. Um, MiG-21s you can get for 250K, uh, like airworthy or less. I mean, you can probably find one for 100K airworthy if you look hard enough. You just need to have a lot of uh, money for gas. Well, they're yeah. huge goals, but they're absolutely not impossible, and yeah. especially if you're willing to put in the work. And like absolutely, said, you know, at the beginning, just go and talk to people. That's yeah, yeah. You make connections in aviation. Yep. They're not going to come up to you. You have to go up to them if they're sitting in their hangar. Go talk to them. Absolutely, and yeah, like you said, it's it's it seems like they're lofty goals, but really, they're not that crazy. Um, you know, believe it or not, I've learned from in the Jet Warbird community, like most of the people with Jet Warbirds that I've met are airline pilots. That's where they've made their money because I mean, airline pilots make good money, and if you save up, I mean. It's not at all un unreasonable. You know, you can buy a L39 for, you know, I mean, nowadays they're getting pretty pricey, but 200 grand will still get you, you know, maybe mid-level L39. And, you know, a lot of people spend 200 grand on a Lamborghini or a Ferrari all the time or a nice car. And and so, 
you know, if you just save your money and that's your passion, it's really, really obtainable. Well, and people that are interested in it are yeah. going and buying, you know, spending three times as much and buying a brand new Exactly. Or even, even better than that, I'm actually looking at it right now. I want to buy a Fuga Magister, uh, which is not, I don't know if you're familiar, but it's another uh, jet. You know, there's actually one here. There was two, but uh, another similar jet. It actually uses the same engines as the T-37, too. It uses two Tweet engines, basically. They're French versions, but... Uh, same engine, so but I've got one that I'm looking at for fifty thousand dollars, and that's like, you know, less, way less than a decent one seventy two. No, so that's people, a nice car. <laughs> to me, yeah, right, yeah. People spend a lot of money on, uh, you know, one seventy twos. They just don't have the interest in that. I just want to buy a jet, and uh, even if I can only afford to fly it, thing people always say is, oh, it's so expensive to fly a jet, and yeah, it's true. But personally, I'd rather fly one hour in a uh, you know T thirty seven or a L thirty nine or a, some sort of jet than ten hours in a one seventy two, and that's about the exchange rate. You know, it's, you know maybe you can consider it ten hours to one hour, and you know all day long, I'd rather fly one hour in a jet than ten hours in a one seventy two. So it, it makes a lot of sense to me. That's well, different for everybody, but I mean, yeah, but you'll be hard pressed to find someone that wouldn't look at one of these and say, "Wow, that's right." Why there's right. so many on show. So many people want to go and fly that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's not a not an incredible, incredibly insane goal. Yeah, and people will pay for your gas all day long uh, to ride with you. So I mean, you can in theory, you know, own the jet and not pay hardly anything for gas. Yeah, it's it's awesome goals. Yeah, that's super cool to see you go going for these. Yeah, and uh, well, Jack, I really appreciate you being off. Absolutely, today. yeah. Glad to be on. Yeah, thanks. And uh, as always, thank you so much for listening to us on Aviation Mentors. And Jack, would you like to uh, plug your social medias? Yeah, yeah. So you can find me, uh, same username across platforms. It's J-A-C-K-S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R-1-7. That's just my name, Jack Schneider 17 uh, You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I think that's it right now. But um, yeah, those are my platforms. So Go check it out to stay up to date on the jet. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of crazy things planned for the summer. A lot of other crazy projects that I'm working on. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yep. Thank you so much. As always, if you want to reach out to either one of us, you can reach us at Twitter or Instagram. You can reach me at Mr. Martini Guy. Or you can reach Carson at Carson underscore AV17. And, of course, as we prefer, reach us on our email, Brandon at AviationMentors.com or Carson at AviationMentors.com. And as a wrap up for the day, remember, we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride.